Hello, this is Bernie Stone, and I'm here to talk with the Enrons about your new favourite song, Pumpkin Spice Laters. Leave you Hello and welcome to your new favourite song, a podcast brought to you by the Enrons, where each week we will feature a recently released song from an independent artist. My name is Bernard Ennis and I will be your host. Today I'll be speaking to multi-instrumentalist, composer, producer and other Bernard, Bernard Phillips, from the Bernie Stone, about their recent release, Pumpkin Spice Laters. Hi Bernard. Hi Bernard. (laughs) It wasn't an echo. (laughs) I think uh, <laughs> I, I can't remember the last time I spoke to somebody called Bernard, so it's a bit of a novelty. No, I think I've said before, um, the only other Bernards I've ever really interacted with in my life have been old men and uh, dogs. <laughs> so it, it's nice to actually speak with, with her. Well, I'm not a dog. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I, I did um, Old is definitely uh, something that, well, I don't think I'm old yet, but um, I'm getting there. <laughs> so, Bernard, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's uh, what's been going on in your life, and uh, what's uh, who, where are you from, what you do, and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, introduce yourself a little bit. So, um, I mean, like everybody else, really, all the, all the other artists and creatives during the lockdown, um, I've found a lot more time to um, to do to pursue things that. Um, Maybe I hadn't spent so much mm-hmm. time on before, uh, so there has been a, there's been a lot more music focus on the music this year for me. Um, obviously, we're going to be talking about Pumpkin Spice from the Teapot Factory, which was released earlier in the year. A collaboration between me and Amutha. Amutha is is the vocalist. Yeah, the vocalist, and um, had a lot of hand in the production as well of, of these tracks. Um, she's based in Australia. And I'm, I'm in the UK, so obviously there's a big time mm-hmm. difference, uh, which which worked in in our favour and I suppose against us in, in ways. Um, you know, one could be working on on ideas and working on the tunes, and the other ones are fast asleep. And then by the time they wake up, there's there's something fresh to, to yeah. come back to. And um, yeah, you could kind of the flow worked in that way, but we just couldn't have the constant feedback kind of going back and forth but um yeah i mean that it was it was a brilliant collaboration the way it came about as well um a lot of people sort of mentioned submit hub yeah, yeah. um i know a lot of us musicians uh, have met through that website and and for me and amutha that's that's how it was i was just sort of on on that site one night and come across her video um everything will be uh for specifically the, the first song under the earth and um, it just sort of blew me away, really. I hadn't seen anything, heard anything like it on the site. Um, sent my feedback, and we just got chatting from there, and she suggested a collaboration, okay. and the, the rest is history. Little teapots uh, <laughs> were born. So before we get into that, I want to um, ask you the icebreaker questions. The first one is, what childish things do you still do as an adult? Oh, where do I start? Where do I start? I mean, I'm, I'm 30. I'm, I've just turned 30. Um, and 
I've I, I found it hard to, to be honest for the last decade to come to terms with being an adult. I've got three kids, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. you know, you could say holding on to the music and the fact that I've just released an EP called The Teapot Factory um, yeah. <laughs> is a prime example of that. Band I mean, as well, obviously. The, well, yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> but, um, that's obviously a future product. But the Teapot Factory actually. That phrase, um, it's straight from my childhood. I mean, half my life ago, I came up with that as a spoof band name back oh, okay. in school. Um, so, and it was always something I kind of wanted to use. I ended up using it as an email address, I think, um, back in MS- MSN oh, messenger days. A long time ago. A long time ago, yeah, yeah. It, you know, I was fi- about yeah. 15 years ago, at the age of 15. Um, so I'd say that's, that's a part, prime example, really. Uh, even things that I carry into the um, musical projects I'm, I'm doing today. Um, some of the music I was listening to back then, uh, maybe, I, I mean, it's the songs that I would consider guilty pleasures uh, as a child, but uh, loads, but I mean, like, just there's things that aren't really seen as cool, but I always really liked them. Um, and I just, just, just get more comfortable with it as you get older. I actually own that about you. Um, going off on a bit no, of a tangent no, no, now. But you, you just give me a new an idea for a, a new icebreaker question, and which is, which song is your guilty pleasure? Guilty pleasure. I mean, this one's not from a childhood, but I'd say oh, it's a very unfashionable one to like. Uh, do you know Fiddler's, Fiddler's Dram? No. Didn't we have a lovely oh. time? We went the to day Bangor. we went to Bangor. <laughs> I absolutely love that tune. I, I don't know what it is. Um, it's just God, really, just I remember when that, I mean, I'm old head, enough to remember when that came out, when that was released. Yeah, well, I'd say luck, lucky you. You know, I wish I was it there was the first time just, around. I mean, like, I can, oh man, yeah. <laughs> it's it's quite it's something. A, actually. That is actually a brilliant song and I am definitely... Yeah. We're going to put that in the show notes. If the, if that is on Spotify, it's going to get some hit. It is. It is, it is yeah. It's, oh, it's God. I'll guarantee you that, mate. <laughs> 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 I, I've got it on one of my playlists, actually. It's beautiful, beautiful bit of musicianship. Like, you know, they could all play the instruments and actually sing. And that's that's what I love about, you know, music from, from that kind of period in time. And it's what I'm trying to really capture in my stuff and, and collaboration, especially the collaboration I'm doing at the moment. And which is the collaboration with? With Alexander Pazeskian, Pazeskian. who we interviewed last week. Alexander the Great, yes. Yeah, because this is this is the second part of a three-part series, huh? because we're going to interview, we've interviewed Alex and then we've interviewed you today and then next week we've got an interview of the both of you talking about your new collaboration, right? Earthly uh, Delights, I think this is the name we're going oh, with at right, the moment. Okay. Um, sort of seven-track EP, loosely based around uh, cosmic ice cream men, um, ice cream creatures that we've created over the last month. Uh, the, I mean, the first, middle, and the last track have references to ice cream yeah. and kind of direct in the lyrics. Other than that, it's very loose, loose around it, but... Um, this is the first demo it ended up being Ice Cream Lady and we kind of just went from there really and, and uh, <laughs> it's been really inspired, um, bouncing ideas off each other and uh, 
coming up with artwork, animations, and little things that I'd not really spent a great deal of time uh, trying to do until now. But find myself getting spending hours working on like an ice cream lady on Photoshop, or and uh, and actually really enjoying yeah. it, and think and and finding ways that it will fit into the project. So um, over the last month, we've managed to build up this collection of crazy characters. Um, we've got about seven songs, so I say we're we're nearly there. We're nearly ready um, oh, to release. Yeah, it's just 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 been really easy. I wouldn't consider it work at all. It's been a pleasure. Um, the kind of music that I've wanted to make for a long time. Um, really trying to sort of pay tribute to uh, to my influences and not overthink the details, the production. Just try and get it almost sounding like a, a real band would, even though it's two guys, you know, remotely collaborating and the backbeat is going to be a a drum loop, but really trying to get it to, to sound like real instruments you know it could it could have it could have been real because most the majority of it is real but i'm gonna go straight through to the the uh, the song then because i mean pumpkin spice latest mm. is your yeah. production and amutha did the vocals um amutha's got a couple of albums out um mood and everything will be fantastic albums just really they uh, they struck a chord with me, yeah. let's say, um, and there's something about the third track on each album that kind of had this this theme, almost like an Eastern theme, and the, the beat. There was similarities in the beat, and I thought I thought I'd, I'd wanted to kind of keep that going with with this project. We had we'd done two tracks already, and this was on to the third track. And I suggested that we try and kind of do something that is like part three of. Part three. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? the third so of the third track, track three, and then yeah, yeah, um, and she, yeah, she liked the idea, and um, right, I'm just trying to remember who came up with what first, because um, with this collaboration, like I say, it wasn't very often that we would be sort of awake at the same time and, and able to have a proper conversation online, so. It was really one one of us would send an idea, and then a few hours later, the the other one would build on that, and we just keep sending them back and forth. But I think um, I started with a, a yeah. beat on this one, and she come came back with some instrumentals, and then I um, I ended up recording quite a few acoustic parts on this one. Yeah, yeah, because it's got it's, there's a zither um, that I tuned into a kind of Eastern sounding. I mean, couldn't tell you the notes, but it just, it just sounded right. Um, I've got a singing bowl going on in, what? in there. What? A singing bowl. Singing bowl. Um, a singing bowl. Yeah, just a little one. Um, you know, you you've got a. It's a little metal bowl. Um, strike it with a with the wooden beater on the side, and then kind of um, run it around the edge, and it just creates this. This sustained. Oh note. right, yeah, no, you mean, yeah, I know. So you mean. Yeah, 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 if you if you you can hear it in there, it's it, you wouldn't know really unless you know. I don't, no one's really sort of picked it out, but um, it is there. Yeah, but it's got these really, uh, really, really high overtones, isn't it? It's like it's really high. Yeah, and you you'll hear it in the song if you if you listen out for it. It's in. Where is it, or, or more um, or less? I think if you focus on the bits where it's destiny. 
you know, where that's destiny is calling, when that is sung, there's a note that starts ringing out. Um, it's in there, it's in there throughout, but yeah, there's a bit of recorder, there's some bamboo flute, there's acoustic guitar layers. Um, and yeah, I just really wanted to try and capture the same kind of theme I'd heard on the previous track threes from her albums. And it didn't, it didn't quite end up how I'd originally intended, but I think that was a really great song we ended yeah. up with. Um, I mean, when she'd started adding, adding the vocals, it was just like, wow, um, taking things to another level. Um, and I sort of built on her vocals and tried to come up with some backing. And actually, um, this project really, I grew a lot in confidence with my vocals um, recording this project. Because uh, usually I'd, I'd done a lot of instrumentals yeah. before anyway. Um, there's a few songs where I take the lead vocal and, and some where I'm kind of chanting and things like that. But um, doing this project, I really tried to get a lot more backing vocal to compliment her because she's such a great singer. You know, I felt like I had to step my game up, really. It's not so bad when I'm recording on my own because I, I could sing out a tune and then make everything else fit yeah. with that. But, you know, here I'm having to compliment a, a very good, very good singer. So it kind of forced me to step my game up a bit. But you've not got any lead vocal on, on that song? or not? No, not the lead, but I've just got a little bit of backing on there, you know, just backing her up on certain phrases. Okay, and where, where can we hear Bernie in there, Bernard in there? In that uh, like the, the like um, Destiny is Calling. You can hear me singing that, Destiny is oh, okay. Calling. Um, same with the singing bowl, so just listen out for, listen for out that, for that line. line. And then you want to hear that. Bernie, yeah. Most of the instrumentation on that track is is me. Um, Amutha came up with the some of the really good electronic percussion bits in that tune and uh, some of the synth elements. Um, but I think yeah, if, overall from that project, that, that was a really that's a really good example of us kind of trying to combine our styles, not create something that is uh, leaning heavily towards one or the other. It was, it was a good kind of compromise, I think good showcase of what we, what we can both yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, because you put a lot of, a lot of uh, real instruments on there, but you also use, uh, like, uh, samples and stuff like that on there? On that song? Yeah, yeah, so there is a, um, like, a program, drum beat, as the main main beat in that tune, and because, uh, obviously, she, she's, I think she's Ableton, and I, I do use Reason uh, quite yeah. a lot to produce beats. That's kind of what I started on. Um so there, there is uh, there. There's a little bit of sampling going on, but it's mostly the real instruments. And if if there is sampling, it's sampling of a real instrument. You know, a little bit of synth. That I was talking to Michael Gilbride from Telco from uh, well, quite a few episodes ago, uh, and what he I think what he's done uh, is taken like a sample of of a. I think real guitar and arpeggiated it on a piano or some kind of 
it, it was a bit vague because he didn't really know himself very much. But it sounds yeah. it sounds like that that song sounds like a, like a garage band kind of loop, but it's played on a real guitar. Yeah, but it's yeah. probably not played because I mean, it's, it's almost impossible to play on a on a guitar that song. So they probably use, and I was just thinking, have you done anything like like that, like taken a real instrument, sampled it, mm. and like uh, uh, done kind of some sort of MIDI track on it? Absolutely, yeah. I've um, I've done that plenty of times. Um, some of my favourite songs, actually, that just unreleased things, but um, some of my favourite bits I've done actually have been from my own sampled guitar playing, and I've put it into Reason put a really heavy electronic beat over it and turned it into something completely different. Uh, I'll, I'll have to, to send you a link or something. Um, yeah. It, but it's, it's heavy stuff, a lot of it. But yeah, I've definitely, I've definitely done that. I've um, even put, started putting together my own uh, sample pack, actually, before, before this EP project kind of got uh, underway. So I started recording, because I, I record a lot of my own percussion and flutes and guitars anyway. So I thought, well, if I compile this, then you know I can do just just what you're saying. Use them as samples, and it might be helpful rather than having to play everything for demos and build on that. You know, I can stick my headphones on, and I don't have to play all of these acoustic instruments. I can just program something, and then maybe come back again later to um, record it properly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was kind of had that in mind as well. But yeah, I've. Um, I've got a sample pack underway, so I've actually I've got the full range of a bass guitar, electric bass guitar sampled, which is really useful. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, um, I've sampled my guitar in the past and and Chirango and things like that. But yeah, I've got all all of my percussion instruments: the jingle stick, the shakers, the bongos. I've got samples of all of that didgeridoo and everything. So. Cool. Yeah, Whoa. to answer your question. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, you total beast! <laughs> I mean that. I mean that sample pack. I mean, you gonna uh, is that just for you to use, or or are you gonna? Uh, would you make it available for anybody else to use? I mean, that'd be really cool. Uh, Didgeridoo. I'd l- love to share it. I'd love to share it. Yeah, if there was interest, um, you know, if people wanted to have a go with the sounds, I'd absolutely would love to share it. Um, it, and it's not. It wouldn't be professional standard. It's only. I'm only using the microphones I've got yeah, here at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's Birdie Stone sounds, I suppose. And yeah, I would love to share it eventually. That's the idea. Um, I use it for myself, and if anybody else wants to, then yeah, I'd, I'd like them to. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, if, if somebody wants to get hold of it. What do they just do? Just send you an email, or, or yeah, just talk to me. The Bernie at the Bernie Stone. Um, I'm on Instagram quite often. Send me a message on there. Yeah, I'll put your. I mean, the Instagram links will all be in the show notes. So, Instagram's a place to get hold of you. Then uh, probably the best one. Yeah, that's where I'm most active yeah, these days. Yeah yeah. 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 Oh, cool, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go for some of that. Send me a copy. Yeah, no, I sort of you out. Definitely, I sort you out. Give me some feedback and that. But it's it's uh, it's coming along. I've got I've got a few bits more to collect yeah. that I'd like to collect for sure. But um, there's there's some bits that can be used in there definitely. Cool, 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 man! Wow, well, brilliant! I'm going to be a, a multi instrumentalist on my Ableton Live. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Now you can all live your dreams through <laughs> through my samples. <coughs> and of course, if you do use Bernie samples, you have to credit him, of course. 
Huh? Oh, of course, yeah. You to say this yeah. is Bernie Stone's uh, sample pack. That's all I'd ask, but you know, I'd just love to hear what other people can do with it because there's, there's so many creative people yeah. out there that think in different ways about the music they're making. But um, you know, it, it all starts with the sound, and I'd love to hear what people can do with mine. Yeah. So I mean, the, you know, um, so you've you've done all of the. I mean, the recording for uh, Pumpkin Spice Laters, that's all done at home or is that also have you done that in a studio uh, I mean, you just said you haven't got professional quality mics or something at home yeah so every, everything you'll hear online every Bernie Stone song um, it's, it's all done at home it's all been done at home or, uh, on my modest recording setup here yeah. I've got a a Behringer condenser the C1 uh-huh. um, this microphone that I'm talking through now the dynamic uh, AKG something or other um, just run it into a Behringer interface yeah. and I use Reaper yeah. to yeah. record everything. Brilliant program. Uh, recommend it to anybody. The stock plugins, absolutely free VSTs on there are just great. I don't, that's all I ever really use. I don't really download any other plugins or you know pay for things as much as I can yeah. help <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, it's all, all entirely done at home. Yeah plugins on the computer and, and acoustic recordings yeah I mean the thing is I mean when I listen to I mean Alex, Alex uh, said last week when I spoke to him that he did his song on GarageBand you know yeah. and it's like unbelievable, unbelievable. If you, and, you know you're saying you know you've got some you know not not super high end stuff and you know and the quality that's coming out of it is, is just amazing I, I was contact with a couple of uh, studio guys and uh, you know uh, through um, through Facebook and that's one thing they yeah. say is well you know you just don't need it all you know it's, gear is not the most important thing no you know? I think there is uh, a thought trap really for, for musicians many myself for a long time I thought that it, you know what's missing in my music well I need to get better gear and I think a lot of people can end up thinking yeah. like that when actually you just got to work on your songwriting or your, your performance because no matter what you're recording on, that's that's what's going to shine through at the end of the day. You, you've got a good song, yeah. then it's going to record well. I think what they... Whatever, even if you do it on a yeah. phone or something. Like. Yeah, you know, I think what they say is something like 80% of the final production is the performance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at... The, the thing is the technology has improved so much in in the, the last, well, even, say, say 100 years. Um, and it's shifted from the focus on the performance, being able to capture that first take, to, well, you can just po- polish everything in the studio and do as many takes as you like, comp it, you know, auto-tune it afterwards. The focus is just, just shifted. But if you still have that mentality of, of getting the first take right having a good song that just people want to hear whether there's whether it's badly recorded or there's too much mid or whatever I mean a lot of people don't even listen to music and think about the specifics like we we do as artists and producers you know we're always thinking of the technical aspects of it and critical of our own productions but the listeners aren't really thinking about that you're just listening to the song so (laughs) just just try and make a good song really yeah try and connect to uh you know, or make people feel something. That's, I think, the most important thing you 
when you're writing a song. Yeah, and just just being able to capture really that you're feeling something yeah. from it. I, I don't know if that makes sense, but just cap, just just to translate your own enjoyment that you get from making it, to to try and translate that across to the person who's going to hear it. So I mean, how was that? I mean, you know, you're saying that translation, but I mean, in your case, mm. you've done a collaboration with somebody on the other side of the world, so you're also trying to communicate something during the, the writing process and the creative process to one another so that you can yeah you know I mean, that must be really how, how did that how did that work well it's I told you, you can't really explain it but I mean you, you've just articulated it quite nicely actually I didn't really think of it like that so much that you're showing your influences you're just showing one another what you're capable of and bouncing these ideas and I don't know it's just uh, I can't explain it but that's, that's the beauty of it though really yeah, yeah. And then now you're going to start another collaborate, or you've already started another collaboration. Nearly finished. Nearly, nearly finished. finished. So, I mean, can you tell us a little bit about uh, uh, about that? Because that's going to lead on to, obviously, uh, the, the next session or the next interview is going to be with you and Alex together talking about this uh, this song. But oh, yeah. So just give us a little bit of a, a sneaky peek at what we're going to, can, what we can expect. Right. Well, you can expect plenty of ice cream references. <laughs> Um, dreamy, chorusy sounds, um, kind of seventies, eighties vibes. Um, just you, you can just try and follow the story a little bit. Try and follow the story. Get involved with the uh, with all the ice cream. I mean, what what can you expect? We're going to be putting it out and trying promoting it soon. Yep. And uh, I've already tried to give a little sneak peek to to people on Instagram. And you might have seen the ice cream truck. We've got a custom ice cream truck. Yeah, I've seen the ice cream um, truck already. I think it's been spotted in all sorts of places, really. And and what I'd like to do is is get people involved in in their own sort of um, just to try and get this kind of marketing campaign naturally yep. going. Get get people involved in doing their own really. So put that ice cream truck somewhere with a green screen or whatever, and then it's free for people to Photoshop it in wherever they like. Um, and then hopefully you know we can get a bit of a campaign going in that way. It, in terms of the music, yeah, just just expect something that is paying tribute to our influences, which is mostly well for, for this record, it's quite soulful, funky. Um, we we're not there's not a lot of distortion on there yeah we're just trying to just just capture a nice dreamy dreamy chorusy vibe um keep things in the same theme i mean five we've got seven songs and pretty much five of them alex has written most of the lyrics and uh kind of music for and then there's two that i've kind of done most of that from way so i i'm never really able to explain it i just hope that people will listen to it and give it a chance and uh and hopefully enjoy it when it does come around yeah so i mean if we come back to something like pumpkin spice later that's not something that you can maybe explain no and if you listen if you watch there's a music video that yeah. musa put yeah. together for it as well and you know i could not explain that <laughs> even if i tried to just describe it shot for shot i couldn't because it would blow my own mind just re recalling it it's not supposed to make sense. Yeah. Like it's not supposed to be something you can just read from start to finish. It's just something to be experienced and take from it what you can really. Um, 
not taking ourselves too seriously. We're not trying to change the world. We're just um, we're just having fun, really, and sharing yeah. that with uh, with the rest of you. So. Yeah, I mean, the nice thing about it is you've got this kind of exotic Phrygian scale going on in there, you know, which yeah. is the, 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 the diminished second chord, yeah. you know, which gives you the very Arabic or Eastern kind of vibe. And you've got this uh, going on, which is awesome. Yeah. Kind of, you know, you can almost see somebody's belly dancing in the desert to it. So it's, you know, it's my, exactly, my yeah. take on it, you know. So there you go, you know. And I've heard, um, I've, I've heard people say about sort of snake charming yeah, yeah, and yeah. things like that. And it's, yeah, you know, just, just that scale, just those few notes. It's uh, such a strong um, association imagery yeah, and yeah. association yeah. from from that kind of thing so i love love to be able to capture those kind of things and when you if you're writing a tune of jamming or whatever and you stumble across something like that you want to yeah you know you if, if it reminds you of that yourself yeah or so yeah. it's really evokes an image for, for you you want to try and keep that and, and you know that well whoever listens to it then maybe they're going to have a moment like that as well Stand that you've fallen from beyond and wound up in a foreign land. Oh, don't get lost when I lean down and lend a hand. I mean, is that something you consciously? communicated to one another when you were doing this song or is it just something you came up with I, I, I honestly I wish I could remember like <laughs> exactly in a timeline of events because it's it's a great song and I love the way it's come together but I open up the project file now even and I get a bit lost yeah, yeah. Like, we, we didn't really discuss the finer details too much like anytime she would um make progress on a song that would it would be quite a big chunk of it done yeah there would be a lot of vocal there for me to add, add some backing to and uh you know any any suggestions we would give to each other would wouldn't be to change anything too drastically really we didn't i wouldn't advise to um or, or oh we we want to go with this feeling or this we just worked on what each other had kind of started yeah. really and did you actually speak to one another or, or you know have some any kind of or was it all via email did, or yeah just just on instagram just just speaking to each other on instagram really um you know we would chat chat a lot about music and and other things yeah, yeah. um to be honest more than the, the music we're actually working on together just kind of let each other let each other do their thing and I don't know. I just 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 enjoy the whole process yeah. really because every time I would get sent the sent her version, it would just be like, "Wow, you know, this is really great. What you've added to to it. I'm going to try and add this now." Okay, yeah, brilliant. Can't wait to hear it. And then it just go like that. There was never really too much of a formal structure yeah. to it. All. Sounds like um, it's like a musical dialogue between you. You know. Yeah, yeah, and then and we just was when both kind of feel like well that's done you know that's we just had to agree at what point we can stop adding things to it really and yeah and then you know when you've come to the end you know you've, you've made this progress and you kind of said right and now it's finished um, um you know did, did you have this idea well okay 
now I've got a prod, you know, does, does that finished thing match your original kind of idea of, you know, the song? Oh, um, well, I mean, the whole project's really, I don't know. I, I, I had no idea how any of it was going to turn out. And from the, from the first track that we really worked on, I was just surprised really and um, relieved almost that I was getting good feedback on, on my suggestions and the bits I'd added. Um, and actually that the idea I'd sent over could be could be built on. But um, there was never, I don't know, for me anyway, if I have got a vision, you say a vision, but I mean, you can't see a song, can you? But <laughs> when you, you hear it in your head, kind of yeah. what you, how you want it to be, um, it rarely ever turns out like that for me, to be honest. And that's, that's been a part of the, the journey, really, of making music, trying to get what I'm hearing in my head and what I'm thinking about to actually be able to produce that with the instruments and on the computer. Um, it's not something I'm often able to do. Yeah. So, yeah, there wasn't never, re there's never really a, um, never really a, a solid idea of, of what this, this EP was going to sound yeah. like. Well, I mean, if but, you're talking about this song, you said you wanted this song to be kind of the third in a series of third songs on an EP. So yeah. in that respect, does it kind of fit in the line of third songs on kind of it, it kind of does it, it doesn't not not quite how i'd originally imagined that it would there there's like the beat in particular the beat if you listen to the third tracks on on the uh, on her other albums i think one of them's one of them's called master of illusion and there's a big similarities with that one actually so some of the little bell sounds and the beat yeah i'm mean, happy with it yeah, oh, well, happy with it. Definitely happy with it. Definitely happy with it. Um, you know, I didn't think we were going to end up doing this crazy music video for it as well. And <laughs> that was just another side of it that uh, it's just an unexpected, <clears throat> a nice surprise, really, with, with the whole project. You know, I had me recording myself miming to the song at 1am in the morning <laughs> and sending it over. I mean, this was one of the rare times we were online at the same time. And, and then uh, I sent the footage over. Next thing I know, I'm I'm prancing around on a spaceship with robot <laughs> legs playing the keyboard. <laughs> so no, I didn't, and I didn't see that coming, Bernard. I didn't <laughs> ever um, <laughs> plan for that. <laughs> and if if you haven't checked out the video already, then that should really encourage you to do so. Okay. Because who wouldn't want to see Bernie Stang with robot legs prancing around on a spaceship playing the keyboard? <laughs> pumpkin spice latest. Pumpkin spice latest. You heard it here. Right. Okay. So what's, you know, apart from the collaboration with Alex, which obviously we're going to yeah. talk about next week uh, a little bit more, what, what else is in the pipeline for Bernie? I have got a lot of solo songs I'd like to finish and put out on an album. I've got about 20 songs probably in a similar vibe. Um, I've got a collaboration I need to finish with and by the time this podcast airs I, I probably will have finished that to be honest I've got a song coming with Desai Samuel Desai okay um, young lad from America and what's that called song? what's the song called then that's called Jealous Jealous it's called Jealous yeah yeah and that's a kind of uh, it's a kind of eastern sound to it um, 
acoustic and electronic elements combined. So you've got a bit of, bit of didgeridoo in there. You've got a bit of the didgeridoo uh-huh. in there um, and some of my acoustic percussion and guitar and flute. Um, and Samuel Desai on the vocals and some of the production. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a nice little project. So look out for that one. Um, with Amutha, I have actually mentioned I'd like to do an acoustic project with her. Okay. Um, going over some of her old songs and some of the Teapot Factory songs uh, in acoustic arrangements. Um, just on, on her album Mood, actually, there's a song called Acoustic Cosmos. Right. And I just thought it would be nice to do, if she's up for it, uh, a little album called Acoustic Cosmos with acoustic arrangements of um, mine and her songs. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, it seems to be up for that idea. And I, I know it's something that we could do and it would translate really nicely, especially some of her um, previous songs on, on her old albums because it's all kind of produced electronically. Um, but there's a lot of samples she uses of acoustic instruments um, and percussion. So it's just something I would I've really really like to do and that's uh, yeah that's that's in the pipeline yeah i'd love to hear that what i'd like to ask you is what's your favorite new song this is no bias but the enron's coming home <laughs> no. um just just launched today you know i've added it to my weekly seven playlist yeah and it's brilliant. It really, it's um, the acoustic sound on that tune. I love it. It, it reminds me a lot of um, the old band America. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It really has that sort of feel to it, which I like. Um, so I'd say currently that is, that's actually my, uh, my new favourite <laughs> song. Well, I mean, I, you know, I won't, I won't be able to get myself on the, uh, well, I could do it, but I don't think it's very interesting to interview myself on the show. But, You've already uh, had, just had two, two burners. Just, it's too just soon. Just had two too burners. Soon. So I don't think I could cope with another one so soon. So if um, we want to get in touch with you, where's the best place? What are the other things? Have you got a Patreon page or if somebody, you know, if somebody wants to send you money or support you, what's the best way to do it? Um, just look for me at Bernie Stone, really. The Bernie Stone. The Bernie or Stone. Or Bernie Stone. Yeah. Uh, I have got a, a buy me a coffee page, actually, if anyone wants to buy me a coffee. Oh, right. Okay. Um, What's the, uh, where's that? Let's have a look. I think it's buy me a coffee slash Bernie Stone. Let's have a look. And what's that then? The buy me a coffee. It's just a little website where you can easily support artists. Um, they call it buy me a coffee because it's like the, quick button to send three pounds the cost of a coffee oh, right. um to support your artists give a little message and hey ho like that that's it really but uh, yeah buymeacoffee.com slash bernie stone um i'm on twitter instagram facebook and all of that stuff it's bernie stone there aren't any others so yeah you'll notice you'll see stone. the artwork oh, anyway so you know yeah, look out for the ice look cream truck. Look the ice cream or, or teapots. Psychedelic, psychedelic colours yeah, Right, yeah, that's, that's definitely you, that is. Right, okay, Bernard, thank you very much. And I'm really looking forward to speaking to you and Alex next week. Yes, thanks for having me. It's been a real pleasure and I've learned quite a lot. So see you next week. See you next week. Thanks for having me, mate. Looking forward to it. Yes, it is calling.
We hope you enjoyed this podcast and that you come away with an appreciation of the creative process and, more importantly, have found your new favorite song. All of the songs featured in the show are on our Spotify playlist, the Enron's New Favorites, and you can find all the links mentioned in the podcast in the show notes below. Next week will be a double bill of me talking to Bernie and Alex about their collaboration EP, Earthly Delights, and there will also be a live Facebook event where you can talk to them in person. Keep an eye out on our social media for more details. Please send your questions to us ahead of the show via email or message us on Instagram or Facebook. See the links in the show notes. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please hit the subscribe button. And if you want to help us to continue making and growing the podcast as well as releasing new music, then you can either buy us a coffee or become a regular patron. See the show notes for details. If you're not in the financial position to do that, then that's fine. You can also help us out by leaving a rating and a review on iTunes. It's free, doesn't cost you anything, but it really helps to increase the visibility for us and the artists on the show. And it will benefit us much more than it will be a pain for you. Thanks for listening and see you next week.